0: start off talking about the movie, or can I vent on something else? What? Hi, John. Have you seen the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, they redid Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They already redid it. They redid it again. Years ago. They did it again.
1: I know they did.
0: I don't care.
1: As long as it doesn't have that fucking guy in it
0: doesn't matter who the fuck's in it dude why hollywood why there are plenty of fucking like low budget directors slash screenwriters that need money give them fucking pay-per-view fucking netflix fucking peacock fucking disney plus money and they'll make good original films Underneath, do take the teeth on a massacre again. Long why? As,
1: long as it doesn't. Why? Have that, long as it doesn't have that whiny wheelchair guy. What's his name?
0: Doesn't matter. That was from the original.
1: I fucking hate that.
0: Guy. Doesn't fucking matter, I fucking man. I don't know. Remaking shit. Yes, we will do a podcast on a new teeth on a massacre. That's what people want. But I don't give a shit about that fucking movie. Not even interested in watching it. Do you know why?
1: Hmm. It's
0: been done several times over Lee's originals welcome to the Crypt Keeper horror show i am your host the cryptid creep aka gory martinez of angelic desolation sitting here with my beautiful purple headed wife killer kenna hello and we're not going to be talking about texas chainsaw mask no this we'll is... do
1: it eventually once <sighs> once jay's rage subsides a little bit
0: we'll see anyways we're gonna be doing another real killers <gasps> talking about the movie charlie says 2018 that's 2019
1: 2018
0: 2018 is what my computer says oh. my pocket computer my pocket
1: computer.
0: one hour and 44 minutes starring hannah murray Sosie bacon uh marianne Radon. Randon.
1: Randon.
0: Merritt Weaver, Tsuki Waterhouse, uh, Chase Crawford, um, Annabeth Gish, and Matt Smith. Music by Keegan DeWitt. Produced by Cindy Rice, Jeremy M. Rosen, and John Frank Rosenbaum. So Matt Smith was Doctor Who, right?
1: He was in the Doctor Who movie.
0: I never watched Doctor Who. Me neither. Sorry, I apologize to all our fans that are Doctor Who fans, Mm. but... um, yeah, I never got into them.
1: No, no. it's the phone booth and computers. I was like, I'm good on the
0: doctor. Yeah, news. Doc and Marty had that figured out already.
1: Yeah, Marty McFly. Oh,
0: my God, we're making so many people mad right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Star Trek too. Star Wars forever. All right, cool. Now that we weeded out the nerd fans.
1: You're a nerd because you've seen them all. Or have except Doctor who
0: never seen yeah I never watched Doctor who never got into it but anyways uh Matt Smith plays a pretty good Charlie Manson in yeah, this film
1: he does the beginning of this film is kind of like it's kind of like watching party monster like there's some awkward things about the acting but then you soon like don't re- don't realize it
0: you get into the story
1: yeah like you've seen party monster right yeah like the, yeah, Acting the, the, the acting's the acting's off, but, but you start getting into the story. You're just yeah, like,
0: whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get into the story. Um, <laughs> so it's it, it's pretty much the, the the three girls from the Manson family that were arrested. They're in prison, and there's like, a, What is she like a psychologist?
1: No, she's a she. I don't think Behavioral
0: she's health a... expert. No,
1: so she goes into prisons and teaches college courses to. To inmates, and like, but she tries to learn their story. Well, she wants to, she wants to like teach them like women's lib and all this stuff to like make them rise up and do something other than worship Charlie. Charlie. Yeah,
0: well, she goes in there, but they tell the story as it goes on, yeah, about how them being on the ranch and the different situations that they got into with charlie yeah
1: they had a bunch of weird shit happen to him on the ranch like, oh
0: yeah you know,
1: a bunch of acid trips and pretty much perpetual brainwashing is what it came down to
0: that's what charlie fucking did mm-hmm. and, they, and it starts out with them like you know innocent enough find love love is this and then towards the end of the movies when charlie starts teaching him to kill yeah Teach how to kill kill the pig, kill the pig, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. This I I enjoyed it. It was a pretty like, good movie, it, yeah. Like I know it's a Netflix like suggestion, like based on your likes and stuff.
0: But it was a good movie, man.
1: I'm glad I gave it a, a chance. Yeah. So these women, like pretty much they sent that teacher in because mm. like they were gonna be stuck there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, give them something to do with their time. And um, I think this teacher like almost gets too close.
0: But She does. She bonds with them. Like yeah. she ends up, she ends up crying over him towards yeah. the end of the film yeah. because they're a lost cause. And in in a sense, I mean, they're already done for. They're already in the fucking system. They're already. Uh, one of them was up for um,
1: All, most of death. Them. Yeah, most of them. She ended up being
0: incarcerated for life. The rest of them got incarcerated for life, pretty much.
1: So all of, almost all of them were sentenced to death, but their sentences were uh, communicated. because it was California. It.
0: Yeah, it was California, and at the time, yeah, they so they stopped. All death doing that
1: penalties, shit. like because in 1972, pretty much all of America said no more death penalty. Yeah, so they put everybody in prison for life. Yeah,
0: but especially and, in California, yeah. I think California is one of the only first states to actually do that. Yeah. To go back on it, and so yeah, so yeah, she she ends up getting a little too close to them because they're fucking humans, dude. And they they went through a human experience, literally being brainwashed by fucking Charles Manson.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, put in a cult. Um, there's that there's that one scene where the chick brings the dude, a random dude, and bangs him in the barn. Charlie finds out, freaks the fuck out. I was like, the fuck you doing here, man? Like kicks him kicks him the fuck out. And then um, you know, he starts telling her, like, you can't bring anyone back. And then that guy eventually comes back, sexy motorcycle man.
1: Oh yeah, I would have left with sexy motorcycle guy. He I'd comes be, back. i would be his old lady.
0: He comes back with his gang. Like those dudes are ready to throw down.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Charlie
0: just sits there and just puts his hands up and was like, make your decision. But he's already he already fucking had her so um, entwined within the cult, that he knew she wasn't going anywhere. And then, the minute that she says no and he leaves, he grabs her, throws her in the truck, drives to the edge of the cliff, says, If you want to leave, leave right now over this cliff. And it just like further embeds his like ideology and forcefulness into her. Yeah, I was like, I'm Charlie, I'm yeah. Because even, um, even in the movie, they show the part where they all shave their head yeah. after Charlie shaves his head.
1: But they also had that scene where they're all having dinner, and one of the girls said something towards Charlie, and he pretty much beats her ass, mm-hmm. and then she fucks him on the floor next to the dinner table, and everyone just keeps eating dinner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of like, wow. He what had them all? all. Yeah, he had them all. Yeah. Do you think he had Tex, or Tex was just a psychopath he met along the way?
0: I think Ta- Tex was a psychopath he met along the way. Um, I think even in prison, I think Tex had time to contemplate what he did and was like, nah. Charlie kind of convinced me, da da da, but it was like, dude, it was in you the whole time. Like the yeah. whole, I I think he sent Tex to do the murders because Tex is already like what fucking six four yeah six five he was already a big dude, so even if the males of the place they went to overpower Tex probably could have taken him as well.
1: Yeah.
0: I think he was a psychopath that he met along the way. I don't know how i I'm not sure about how much Tex got into the ideology of what Manson was speaking, but um no it's it's like um he 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 took people that were he took these kids that had nobody. Like him, like him. Mm-hmm. And he made them a home and I'm a father and I'm going to take care of you. And This is a family. <coughs> and anyways, the movie did a really good job. Uh, Spawn's ranch. Um, the the, the <laughs> movie,
1: <laughs> the movie did a really good
0: job of just making Spawn's ranch like come alive. And like, like yeah. I said, the acting is not that bad. Honestly, the worst acting was probably from the psychiatrist lady. Mm-hmm. The other actors did very well, in my opinion, especially Manson, the dude that played Manson. Uh, Matt couple, Smith. There was
1: a couple things at the beginning and we're like, that's kind of an odd acting choice. And then you kind of got used to it and you're like, okay, okay.
0: And you got into it a little more. Yeah. Uh, but I thought Matt Smith did great being Charles Manson. He did really good.
1: He it was did, a very good Manson. I have no well.
0: complaint on the Manson at all.
1: Mm-mm. And I do like how they featured a lot of Charlie's good songs. Mm-hmm. Like not the crazy rambling freaking prison songs he came out with, but the songs he came you out with. You find a
0: puzzle with a bird, you put the bird back in the puzzle, then you know that mm-hmm. all the puzzles, birds and puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. His, his prison
1: <laughs> record was not great. But
0: he already lost his shit by then, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um I thought um the, the murder scene at the end when they finally do the Tate murders and the La Bianca murders. That was really good. Especially the La Bianca murder where I don't remember which girl it was. Was it was it was it Krenwin that does the like final stabbing there like Charlie says everybody's gotta participate.
1: Now,
0: that was, I believe, the LaBianca murder. That was the LaBianca murder, yeah. but was that Krenwin or was that Atkins?
1: Uh, oh,
0: actually, I think that was uh, Van Houten, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Van Houten. And they hand her the knife, and then she just like stabs and stabs and stabs and screams, and there's blood. And then she stops for a second, and then she starts to stab and stab and stab again. Fucking brutal. Sorry, it was fucking awesome, man. And they just like, yeah, and they're they're like Charlie says, everyone's got to do their part.
1: Maybe that was Susan Atkins. Was that Susan Atkins? I um, want to say Van Houten. No, that was Van Houten. I'm, you're correct. You're yeah. Correct. So my thing with the murders, they were a little lackluster, but I'm a I'm a. I'm a gore. I'm a gore whore.
0: So there's two things so, about that. One and I am not I talking want, shit. I'm not talking shit. So this is from a female director. And I, I think know. I think from a female point of view, it's more passion. I think females have more passion. I think when you have a male director, male monk. We monk. Oh, oh, make blood. And I think it would have been, you know, I would like this to have seen a double team. But ghost no, no, spider. Oh, it was a spider.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a
0: ghost. Um I like the passion of the movie, which I really did, which it was really more like um compassion for the women that got sucked in by what Manson did. Mm-hmm. But as far as you and me being Garhor's, I think a monk man would have maybe helped make more blood, but so- also wouldn't have had the passion.
1: So here's my thing. You know that scene in uh, From Hell? Yeah. Where um, the prostitutes found in the back alley, stabbed to death, and then they bring out the sheets? Yeah. I'm the lady in the background going, Let us see the body! (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) No, I was like, yeah, I I, I agree with you that I wanted to see more of the murder. Mm. It was more blood than it was murder.
1: Yeah, I I get that it was like... background movie but if you're gonna go to the murders give them justice give them justice show the
0: murders yeah like Um, if i got murdered if i was famous i would want you know make a movie where you show me screaming for fucking dear god yeah the christian god Mm -hmm. which i probably wouldn't (laughs) i'd probably be like odin take me Christian God, I don't want to just...
1: Cthulhu, take me! Cthulhu!
0: <laughs> Medusa, someone else but Christ.
1: <laughs> so, this movie's really good as far as, like, background and, like, brainwashing and, like, psychological warfare thriller, but it's lackluster it, on the gore. It's
0: lackluster on the gore part, of, the gore part of it. I do but agree it's with that. still yeah.
1: really entertaining. It's still really good.
0: Oh, it's still a really good fucking movie. Yeah. Okay, man. All right. So, when we come back, we're going to get into the psychological part of the movie.
1: Psychological part of Real Killers with Keener.
0: With Keener. All right. We'll be right back, creepers and creepettes. <sighs> To clear something up, I was not dissing female directors. They're awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: What I was saying is that man monk, me monk, me watch more stabs.
1: That's kind of true. Even American Mary, like American Mary, was directed by the the elf the twins. The, the twins. The yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, and like, it, a well, lot of the violence was implied.
0: Which is also fucking cool. And, like, I'm not dissing that at all. Like, that is cool as well. But I think when you watch a true crime, and this might not be you, but me, Monk, me wants see stab. Stab it, stab it, stab it, stab it, blood. Welcome back, creepers and creepets. We're talking about. <laughs> charlie says charlie says In 2018 all right let's get into the psychology of this ship kenneth take it away
1: all right so do you want to start with charles manson start off with the man sure the man with the plan sure so charles manson was born to a unmarried 16 year old mom who was a prostitute she denies that she was a prostitute but it was she didn't not deny it until like the 80s she's
0: yeah, like no yeah.
1: i wasn't <laughs> yeah but um so she went to prison for assault and a robbery robbery at, yep. when Manson was a little kid and so he lived with an aunt and an uncle but his mom was a severe alcoholic so while he was What said aunt and uncle, he claimed to have burned his school down at the age of nine years old. Yeah. And so the mom got out of prison. He said he was happy, happy, happy. She sold him at a bar for a pint of beer. And I always
0: thought it was a pitcher of beer. And it was a straight pint. pint. One glass of
1: beer. One glass of beer. Here's my child. So, as he went through school like he was truant he did petty crimes so his mom sent him to a Catholic reformatory schools which he kept that's
0: always helpful yeah
1: which he kept breaking out of and later on he claims he was raped in said reformatory schools so that was one of the things right.
0: where it, it it makes sense like like I would believe that but also it's from Manson but also it was a Catholic school
1: yeah so who knows maybe it was true more than
0: likely it was true but it's also from manson but them catholics do like them some child rape
1: he finally broke out in like 19 the 1950s and stole a car robbed a gas station and went to prison (laughs) Mm -hmm. so when he got out he moved to california you know where dreams come true.
0: <laughs> I'm going to make my own family.
1: We're going to live in California. Mm-hmm. So, of the ladies featured, the ladies featured. Okay, so all of them have strangely similar background. Patricia Krenwiko, Uh she met Manson in 1967. Okay. And had sex with him the first night she Damn. met him. She said he was the first man to call me beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Um, but Patricia was the one who stabbed Abigail fulcher, oh, fulcher. Folger, Folger, and then Tex came in and stabbed her a bunch more times. Yeah, so in her trial. She was the one that like would sit at the at her table and doodle the devil and satanic imagery. Okay. And just giggle. Okay. I'm like, okay, that's not helping in your own fucking defense. She's still alive. I She's, think, yeah, she is 74 in prison. Goddamn. Usually, I think what's the average age for a, being in prison? It's like 60 something.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Uh,
1: you die early in prison yeah. because most people like. They'll say, I have a terrible, terrible headache, and they'll give them some Tylenol about it. And And then they'll die. What it will be is like a pre-cardiac event that's giving them a headache, and then they'll die. So, uh, Leslie Van Houten, she had like four trials, dude. Did she? Yeah. So, she was convicted in 72, sentenced to life. She was granted a, a retrial, and the second trial deadlocked. The third trial, she was convicted, and then she tried to appeal again.
0: Just real quick, I had Jamie pull this up. By the way, we're not Joe Rogan. I don't actually have a Jamie, but I'm just calling it that. I Googled it on my phone. Oh, yeah, well,
1: you're calling your phone now? Jamie,
0: hold up. What? Oh, fuck, my phone's listening. No, shut up, Ooh, phone.
1: it's listening.
0: Jamie, pull up the average uh, median age of prisoners of death row. So 2019 was 51 years, and 22.4% of death row prisoners were age 60 or older.
1: Yeah. At the different averages.
0: The median age of death row prisoners was 38, and 24% or, sorry, but two two 2.7% of death row prisoners had reached the age of 60.
1: These girls aren't on death row. Oh. They're lifers.
0: God damn it, Jamie.
1: I know Jamie fucking failed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, but Leslie Van Houten started taking drugs at an early age. At fifteen, she was doing LSD and Benzedrine and smoking hashish and shit. Oh shit! I don't consider that special. Not in Arvado where I grew up. That wasn't special. And
0: this is Cali in the 60s. Yeah. That wasn't special. Everybody I mean, was doing it.
1: So her home life was kind of broken because she was forced to have a fucking abortion. Forced to have an abortion at 17. Damn. However, it later came out that it was a late-term abortion.
0: Oh, snappy. Yeah.
1: So it, I don't think it was a partial birth abortion. So I'm all for pro-choice. However, par- partial birth abortion... How Just much, have it oh, in a doctor. Well, how much of the
0: baby did they pull out? Full baby? If
1: they buried it in the backyard oh, of shit. her parents' Oh,
0: snap it.
1: It was that well intact.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. So, um, she was in a commune before she met Manson. She was already a commune lady.
0: So, she was already used to so this she met, lifestyle. Yeah,
1: but the commune broke up. So, she followed um a friend... To Manson's commune. Yeah.
0: Holy shit, man!
1: So during her trial, she was she was she had claimed later on that someone snuck her in acid to take during her trial. So she said that that's why she was doodling those images and giggling the whole time.
0: Is that she, what her lawyer told her to
1: say? No, this was after she was convicted that she said she was smuggled with LSD. I'm like, I don't know because wouldn't your lawyer be able to tell you're on something because acid makes your fucking pupils like blow out to the side. Not of the if your
0: lawyer things. one is not a doctor and two already thinks you're crazy. Mm. I mean, if the if the lawyer's not a doctor or any kind of professional or doesn't even know about LSD, like because this is the '60s, '70s, maybe he just doesn't know about it. And he also thinks you're a crazy person. I don't think he'd be able to tell. He'd just be like, yeah. oh, fuck, she's out of her mind because that's my client.
1: But um, um, um what was I going to say? So she said, Van Houten said, that even if she wasn't with Manson, she feels like she would have at least gone to prison for manslaughter and shit like that without him because she said it was in her the whole time.
0: So it didn't matter. She was yeah. going to kill somebody someday, somehow. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Probably
1: wouldn't have been a famous ah, damn. person. Mm-hmm. Side note: Do you think they they would have gone down so infamously if they had just killed rando people?
0: No. No, this became this became a huge thing.
1: Yeah, because if, if you went after. Like a millionaire heiress and oh yeah you yeah hottest yeah hottest thing yeah. on the movie scene the
0: wife and the potential child of Roman fucking Polanski yeah. come the fuck off like mm. no 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 I don't think this yeah I don't think this would have been that big if they'd have gone and killed random people but
1: like Jane and David you know.
0: Yeah. Like, if they would have just killed the La Biancas, it still probably wouldn't have been as big as what it became. But because they went after fucking movie stars and the wife and child of a, like, world-famous director, you shitting me? Yeah. yeah.
1: But here's where her thinking gets cloudy. So she said that she only hurt the victims, like slashed them. She said she severed someone's spine, but she didn't kill them
0: mm.
1: and i'm like yeah but in the eyes of the law
0: well you were also one of the many stab wounds to hit the spine that's a stab wound you were one of the many stab wounds that caused them to die
1: yeah next next linda Casabian. okay so her teachers always said that she was a starry eye romantic which that plays i think plays a big role in the whole manson thing mm-hmm. and she was a 16 year old dropout runaway before um bef- and before that she had like a big conflict with her stepfather yeah so she decided to move to california to look for god and i'm like there ain't no god in california i don't care what you say.
0: oh no yeah there ain't yeah, no yeah
1: god in california
0: if you're if you believe in all that Christian bullshit, California belongs to Satan, baby. Woo! Okay.
1: So she she met up. So she had one kid, and then during her second pregnancy, she met this lady with the last name of Share. And Cher was actually the same lady that brought Leslie Van Houten to the Manson ranch. So she was brought to the ranch by this lady.
0: Oh, shit. Okay.
1: Kind of like the madam of the Manson family, I guess. Yeah. So um, before the murders, Manson told her to get a knife and a change of clothes and go with text to this random address. Mm -hmm. But she was ordered to stay in the car. Um
0: didn't she freak out and like when she heard the sounds of people getting killed, she freaked out and started the car but didn't leave. Yeah,
1: but she went to the car because she uh she, she was ordered the car to. Yeah. and she ran to the house because she wanted them to stop and some dude I can't remember his name came out and she was like, I'm sorry all this happened. Yeah. Yeah. So finally susan atkins she died in 2009 but at the time she was the longest serving inmate in that time except for leslie van houten and patricia crinkle okay so she grew up alcoholic parents mom died of cancer family broke up you know and that's what
0: manson did he took broken people
1: yeah he took broken people
0: and he and he made it a a, um,
1: a family unit a
0: self-made family unit yeah, yeah. yeah and told them that they were wanted yeah yeah
1: So Atkins was the one that wrote pig on the wall with Tate, uh, Shannon Sharon, Sharon Tate's, Tate's blood blood oh. And um um the LaBianca murders she was in the car And Manson went to help Tex tie people up and then sent uh, Krem and Van Houten to do it. Yeah. But she says that she wasn't there, right? Something like that.
0: Yeah, she says she wasn't there, but, yeah. uh...
1: So, everything you read about Charles Manson says that he's an antisocial personality. Blah, 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 blah. Antisocial personality. What's your diagnosis? So... I think he had multiple things going on because true antisocials really don't care about other people. Yeah. Like really don't care. But it seemed like at certain points he does, he did care
0: about
1: his family, even though it was in a fucked up way. He did care. But I wonder if you could combine antisocial. Or schizotypical personality traits. So, schizotypical personality, they have a hard time maintaining healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, they care about people, but... um,
0: Not in a healthy way. It's kind of like, if you and me, it was like, I love you, but I need you to stab the mailman when he comes and brings the mail.
1: I love you to death, but if you don't follow what I do, I might freak out.
0: And you need to stab the mailman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I think just a just a blatant antisocial personality diagnosis is is easy. That's the mm. easy way out. Um. So there are attachment disorders. So kids who grow up in broken homes, kids who grow up with fucked up parents and shit,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: see them having attachment disorders. Like some people, like like what I was talking about with um. Uh, Eileen Wernos, she might have had yeah. reactive attachment, where if she felt like someone cared about her, she would react in a way to get them away because she wasn't comfortable with yeah. attachment. Yeah. Where could Manson have had an anxious ambivalent attachment or a disorganized attachment, where he's attached to you but he doesn't know how to handle yeah. that feeling? So he, he doesn't want you in a, in a acting yeah. out kind of way. He
0: doesn't want to get close to you, but he also doesn't want you to leave him ever. Yeah. 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 He doesn't He doesn't want to be, because like I said, Like, like, like Dahmer like had he, an
1: attachment disorder. You can fucking, I will take that to my grave. If people fucking argue against that, move. No, he didn't. But well, that's a why he ate his victims,
0: disorder. because that how much closer can you be to somebody than
1: having them ingesting
0: them mm-hmm. yeah and i think i think manson might have had like um i don't want to get close because like we said he never had a ride or die yeah he never had somebody that was like you're my number two you're my brother he never had that but at the same token he was also like don't leave me please yeah So he never developed an attachment, but at the same time, he was like, I'm everything. Please stay with me, please.
1: But a lot of people with like, schizotypical personality disorders, they have like, false sense of grandeur and, you know, they'll go up, they they have um, like, false worlds that they live in, like their mind. That's what Manson did, yeah. Their world to fit their narrative. Yeah. But then also the same thing can be said for a person with like bipolar that uh, is going through rapid cycles of mania, mm-hmm. like um, false sense of grandeur and you know importance and intelligence and all that stuff.
0: So, That's what Benson had, yeah.
1: Very rarely do I meet someone that has one psychiatric illness it's always one and then something and then else. something else, so if yeah. i meet someone who has just one i'm like you need you need to go get checked out because this isn't just that yep like especially in the realm of like personality disorders oh yeah i yeah, don't yeah. think a personality disorder can it can exist just by itself there's something else going on
0: something else is happening yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Whether it
1: be depression, anxiety, PTSD, attachment disorders, schizophrenia, like schizophrenia, yeah, or even yeah. schizoaffective disorder, where you have some of the traits of schizophrenia but not, not full blown, yeah, there's something else going on there.
0: Yeah. Goddamn.
1: Too bad he's dead.
0: It is. Well, like I bet you there's. Some-
1: I bet you there's someone that really like. You could look up the behavioral health unit of freaking Quantico, but I highly doubt they have published any of it. I'll look into it. Okay. Because I would like to I read it. Like I would like it. to
0: know as well.
1: I'd like to read it.
0: All right. Now, back to horror movies, yeah. which is what we're about. Do you want to go into this? Yeah. All right. So, it's a uh, box office made uh, $108,529.
1: But did it ever it didn't hit theaters, it just went right to a streaming service. It did.
0: It got a fifty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's not okay. bad. Fuck a Rome,
1: tom. That just was uh, at least a
0: seventy. IMBD got a five point nine out of ten.
1: Look at the MD, MD, MD
0: So we we went <laughs> we went really deep in this shit, but uh Charlie says twenty eighteen. I would suggest it. It's a good watch.
1: It's a good watch. It's a good little watch. It's
0: an hour and 44 minutes, but like still. I
1: think with credits, it's like an hour and 50.
0: Yeah. Count on a two-hour movie.
1: Yeah, with pee breaks and whatnot. But
0: they did good. And um, like I said, homeboy uh, Matt Smith playing Charles Manson, he did very well on it.
1: He did. He played a convincing Charles Manson. Like yeah, in my opinion, not as good as Steve Railsback.
0: Yeah, but, but Steve, still. Ra-
1: Steve Railsback's the man. He's the man. I want Now that he's older, mm. I want him to play Albert Fish. Oh, and do a fish movie.
0: Albert Fish do a fish movie because he
1: did Manson. He did Gene. I want to see him fucking... do fishy.
0: See, fish would be like a movie that I would want like a, a chick director because.
1: And play on the emotions of fucking with the family. Yes, mm-hmm. dude.
0: Play on the emotions, dude. Women directors know how to play on emotions. Hell yeah,
1: they do. They oh know how to yeah. Fuck with your
0: heart they, Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Women know how to fuck with your heartstrings. It's part of what they are.
1: I'm that man. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> Thank
0: you, Creepers and Creepettes. I apologize that the last week we did not have an episode. I was busy recording vocals for the new Angelic Desolation album that does not have a name yet, but it will soon, and it'll be awesome. Um, Thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate all of you. Um, Any hate, send it my way on Twitter. Uh, We're also on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on all the things. The same with the band. Um, Like I said, I I appreciate everybody listening, and I I love all of you.
1: Upcoming, uh, if you're in the Denver metro area, they're having a show on March 19th at the Roxy.
0: It's going to be fucking awesome.
1: With skeletal remains.
0: It's going to be up this week.
1: Yeah, so um, if you're in the Denver area and you need tickets, hit up the band on Facebook or the Insta.
0: Bandcamp.
1: Bandcamp.
0: You can hit us up. That's where you can get merch as well. And I guess until next time.
1: Via Cone Diablos.
0: Motherfuckers.
1: Bye. The grace, heredit the nothing That's your fate of